Welcome back to Marriage Monday. Thanks so much for joining with me. My name is Dave Berenger, and this is my podcast to help you build your marriage one Monday at a time. Today, we're talking about that feeling of being invisible. Maybe you can, we can use the word unheard, dismissed, disregarded. Nevertheless, it's a feeling that is obviously not a good thing within the relationship. And when you think about two people living in the same home, living life together, that should never happen. But nevertheless, this actually is a more natural thing to happen within relationships as the marriage grows older. I mean, let's be real. When you get married, you're in that honeymoon phase. There is just a lot of just attention constant attention that's there. Everything's new. Everything is fresh. And so everything about your spouse is on your radar. But as you kind of grow older within the vintage of the relationship, sometimes it's just the monotony of life that kind of gets more attention as you settle into jobs, you settle into family, you settle into neighborhoods and just into life. And many times one or the other person can just get this feeling that I am invisible. Am I even noticed? And it can just happen for numbers of reasons. And most often, it's just we become so busy with our lives and our routines that we just forget to slow down and notice each other. And now this is the kicker, is if you don't stay intentionally connected, then what happens is over the course of time, disconnection just, it just sneaks up. There's just no better way to say it. If you're not intentionally connecting with one another, just over time, Over the weeks, over the months, and even over the years, disconnection just sneaks up. And what ends up happening is one or the both of you just feel this this idea of I'm desperate for attention. I just need to be known again. I need to be noticed. I feel invisible at this point. And so you can get to that distressing moment, but what I want to do is give you just some keys, some some steps to take that you can take if you're feeling this way. Now, if you don't feel this way in your marriage, I would really encourage you to still listen to this podcast and truly notice if your spouse is even taking these steps or you need to have a conversation for which you can help them take these steps so that they can feel more noticed. Number one, pay attention to the little things. It's such a simple place to start, and it's a big deal. Pay attention to the little things. I love what the scripture says. It says, despise not the day of small beginnings. I love using that scripture. It's the reminder that in our American society where we celebrate big monumental things and we we post about those things, we get them on Instagram, TikTok, whatever. We talk about those big moments, but we just ignore the little things that happen in the monotony of our days that truly add up. And so we have to shift our perspective to pay attention to those micro moments that can pass between you and your spouse. And these moments are the times when you kind of exchange attention. You catch each other's eye and you don't want to miss those moments. In fact, what you want to do is create those moments. This is how you tune into each other and just try to create, especially in a busy, busy life. You want to create those micro moments because that may not seem like much, but over time and consistency, those moments can kind of begin to build up. They'll draw you closer together and they will start to give you this heightened sense of awareness of each other and of your love. So that's a great place to go. Number two, reconnect through love. The longer you're in a relationship, the more apt we are to actually connect through maybe being antagonistic or being sarcastic. And we we do that through familiarity because we think that's actually going to get their attention. But in reality, sarcasm breeds sarcasm. Bitterness breeds bitterness. Being antagonistic breeds the same. 
And instead of responding in that way, I would challenge you to take the higher road and take actually the more mature road into being warm and loving. What do you really want from your spouse? What do you truly need from them? You need their attention. And so creating conflict, to me, all you're going to do is create more conflict and you're not going to get the focus that you actually need. You will get focused, but it's not what you're looking for. But instead, try to find a way to connect in a more loving way because connecting through love is there to give the potential to have a response of love. Number three, consider how you are hardwired. This is a big one. You have to consider that the, the disconnect, feeling invisible in the moment, feeling ignored, it may have nothing to do with any type of intention, but it could be possible that the differences in personality can lead to you feeling completely left out and invisible in the relationship. Because that's, I mean, I'm, I've been there. Some people just get into a zone when they're focused. So when they're on a task or whatever, they get into that place and all of a sudden where you want to be noticed, they're not in a place to even notice anything. Let me give you two examples, one from each of us in our relationship here. And uh, in my wife's life, her mornings are very structured. She structures her mornings in a specific way. And my day off is on Fridays. So for years on Friday mornings, I just wanted her attention. I wanted to talk with her. I wanted to have conversations. I wanted physical attention. Uh, you name it. I just wanted, I wanted her attention. And on Friday mornings, I literally just felt invisible like I didn't exist. And in fact, I felt like I was in her way. And I began to realize that just because it was my day off, it wasn't necessarily her day off. And so she has a morning regiment that she follows to the T. And after she gets past that, she is, she's back to herself. She's just back to her normal Anne. Now for me, I wanted her to be normal Anne right when I wanted her to be, but there is just a, a drivenness that she has in the mornings that if I just let that go and if, if, if I just give her the freedom to be who she needs to be and to get done what she needs to get done, then I'll actually have the end that I'm looking for just a few hours later. It's really not that big of a deal. And I've noticed the same thing happens with me. If I work from home, if I'm writing sermons or if I'm writing my book, um, whatever it is that I'm doing, if I, when I'm in my focus mode and she wants my attention, she used to walk up and just purely interrupt it. And I would get angry, frustrated, lose my train of thought, feel like I had to start something over and it created more conflict. But yet I wanted her to drop what she was doing to give me focus attention. And so what she's done over the course of the past number of years is she will stand off to the side when she sees I'm focused. She doesn't interrupt and she'll stand there knowing I can see her, but it allows me to finish my thought, finish my paragraph, whatever I'm doing, and then to hit the pause button. And I love the fact that she respects that time that I have and and she really honors the fact that I respect her time. And so that mutual respect, we've just considered, hey, we're hardwired a certain way, we're, we're, we are in our own little zones and we want to respect each other in that. So even though you might feel you're being dismissed or you might be invisible, it just might be their natural hardwiring that might contribute to the issue at hand. Again, I gave you two maybe silly examples, but for us, this was a big deal to make sure that we were not trying to change each other, but recognizing, hey, my spouse is hardwired a certain way. I'm going to respect it, honor it, and then we've learned our way to work through it and to accept it. Number four, ask for what you need. If you want more focused time with your spouse, ask for what you need. 
find ways to communicate that you miss your spouse, that you want more one-on-one time, you want more physical affection, you want greater communication. I mean, if you don't speak up, your, your spouse is never going to know what you need, but you need to learn to ask for what you need. Now, I've had people say, well, well, Dave, I communicate all the time. I'm here to say this. You may have said things, but you may not. You may not have communicated properly. You may have. You may not have. Sometimes communication just breaks down in a marriage, and so you need to get some help. You need to get some help because it could be you're communicating well, but your spouse isn't a very good listener. It could be your spouse is a fantastic listener, but you're not as sharp of a communicator or a clear communicator as you think you are. You never assume you want to be clear with your communication. You want to make sure that you are being good and assertive and also that you're exercising active listening within the relationship because when you've got those both working together, you're able to not just ask for what you need, but your spouse can clearly understand and articulate back to you exactly what you just said. Again, if you need help with this, it is never a shameful thing to get some help, some objective marital help to have a, a clinician, somebody come on in and help you with your communication skills to make sure that you both are on the same page because we don't want either one of you to feel invisible. So here are your four things. Pay a closer attention to the little things because if you do that, you won't feel invisible. Reconnect to love. Don't fight that invisibility issue by being sarcastic, antagonistic, bitter. Reconnect through love. Number three, consider how they're hardwired. You may be feeling invisible, but it might be just a moment of their personality and it may have nothing to do with anything intentional. Watch your heart. And then number four, ask for what you need. Because if you do that, it will help you to not feel so invisible and will actually help you to feel heard and feel understood and it will give you a greater connection. That's all I've got. Love y'all. Have a great Marriage Monday and we'll see you next time.